Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Hello and welcome to day 330 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Can you believe we just have 35 days left to go to finish the Bible cover to cover? Congratulations on your journey here. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word where you teach us more about you and ourselves. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 19. Jesus went to Jericho where he had dinner with Zacchaeus, who was considered to be quite a sinner. Zacchaeus was determined to see Jesus. He didn't let his short stature or inability to get through the crowd discourage him. Instead, he found another way to glimpse the Messiah by climbing a tree. Usually, we see children climbing trees, but here we have an adult acting like a child, using that childlike faith Jesus talks about to seek the Lord. He was saved that day, and Jesus rejoices and calls him a real spiritual child of Abraham. As we see Jesus refer to the Old Testament, we know that God is the same as he was yesterday, today, and will be tomorrow. Then Jesus tells the parable of the money given to three different people. Two of them invested and made more, but one hid it and returned what was given to him. In verse 26, Jesus said, I tell you that everyone who gets and has will more be given, but from the man who does not get and does not have, even what he has will be taken away. God gives us gifts, and we are expected to use them. If we don't, we lose them. Let us ask the Lord to show us how to use the gifts he's given us and ask for his help to grow them so that we can use them even more effectively in service to him. Jesus tells two of his disciples to find a colt, untie it, and bring it to him. Everything turned out exactly as he said it would be. This colt is considered a beast of burden, and the one who rode it carried our burdens. I love the miracle we see here as Jesus gives instructions and the disciples find it just as he told them. May we be obedient to the Lord when he gives us instructions so that we can see his miracles come to pass. Then we read about the first Palm Sunday once again. Verse 38 says the people cried, Blessed, celebrated with praises is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven, freedom there from all the distresses that are experienced as the result of sin, and glory, majesty, and splendor in the highest heaven. Imagine being in the crowd of people that day praising Jesus. He is majesty, splendor, and glory. We can praise him today as the people did way back then. Verses 41 and 42 tell us Jesus wept over the city because they did not know him and receive his peace. In verse 43, he predicts, For a time is coming upon you when your enemies will throw up a bank with pointed stakes about you and surround you and shut you in on every side. Within 70 years from that moment, the Roman Empire came against Jerusalem and destroyed it, the people, and the second temple they had built for the Lord. God's judgment passed on them once again, and even though it was justified, Jesus lamented. The opposite is true when people are saved. Jesus and the angels in heaven rejoice when people such as Zacchaeus come to know Christ. Let's see what is happening in Revelation chapter 10. This chapter is a break, an intermission from the opening of the sixth and seventh scrolls. In verse 1, we read about a mighty angel described like we would believe Jesus would be described. He was robed in a cloud and had a halo-like rainbow over his head, reminding us of God's covenant to mankind. His face was like the sun and his feet were like the fire. 
Some think this was Jesus, and others argue it was the archangel Michael. Either way, this mighty being contained a little book that John was instructed to eat at the end of the chapter. It was sweet going down, but bitter when it was ingested. The anticipation of God's coming is sweet, but God's wrath over those who do not repent is difficult. We also see God's patience as he waits for his perfect time to come and show us who he is. His mysteries will then be revealed and he will gather up his own and show his wrath to those who are not his. We can be extraordinarily grateful that he chose us to be his and seek to know him better every day. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 47. Ezekiel is brought to the temple by the angel where he saw water starting to flow from the temple. We know that where there is water, there is life, beauty, and growth. Trees and vegetation grow. Egypt had been a superpower because of the Nile River. Now God will cause a river that becomes deeper as Ezekiel waded out into it until it flowed into the ocean to be purified. God has a plan to purify his people and the waters that flow. There will only be a small portion of water that will remain unpurified. Then Ezekiel was told how to divide the land for the tribes of Israel. One commentary I read suggests this is the prophecy about the millennium. Chapter 48 is the last chapter of our book, and it names all the tribes and what portion of land was to be given to them. Again, we see God in every detail of his people's lives, even their futures. The most prominent verse in this chapter is the last verse, where the name of Jerusalem is changed to, The Lord is there. Finally, the Lord will reside with his people forevermore. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 149. This is another psalm of praise. It starts and ends with, Praise the Lord. Verse 4 is underlined in my Bible and says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation and adorn the wretched with victory. God loves his people. He loves us. May we love him with all our hearts. Let us pray. O Lord, we praise you. Just as the people praised Jesus on the first Palm Sunday, we praise you. Thank you for sending your son to save us. Thank you for his sacrifice and the burden of our sins being lifted. May our hearts be yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.